Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Daily Sports Talk Show. Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! You just got to embrace it, they say. They got me doing Instagram videos right at the beginning of my live radio show. What has my life become? No, I'm just kidding. It's actually really fun. I've been really enjoying diving into all the social media stuff. Hopefully, you guys have been enjoying it as well. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. Hope you are having a phenomenal week. Happy Wednesday. Frantic day, manic day, such a good day. Talk to so many people uh, today. Let me just get you the itinerary because it'll just be a good tease of uh, what's coming up uh, here at Nuanas Now and, and at Skyline Sports. So today, here was what was on the docket. Got up and uh, did our sports center and, and uh, our jack weather. You don't care about that. Well, we interviewed Coach Brad Laird, the head coach of the Northwestern State Demons. He'll join us here in uh, just a little while. Uh, we interviewed Landon Mitchell, who's a wide receiver for Northwestern State. NSU plays at Montana on Saturday. Then I recorded with Dave Wooten from K-Sky Country, a radio station over in Bozeman. Gave him some Bobcat insight. Then I recorded with Carolyn, she doesn't know sports, who uh, we will play that segment for you tomorrow. A lot of U.S. Open talk. We also have a new podcast slash videocast segment as part of the Big Sky Breakdown podcast series, Two and a Fool. Alex Eshelman of SWX Montana Television and Mary Lou Cook, who's the director of all digital media for the Big Sky Conference. Those two will join me each week just for a 10-minute, quick-hitting, fun conversation. So stay tuned for that. I also talked to Ryan uh, Nelson, the head coach of the Missoula Hellgate Knights, Levi Weshi of Bozeman High School. Both those guys will join us on Friday. Then we caught up with Gary Goff. Gary Goff is the head coach for McNeese State, the opponent for Montana State on uh, Saturday. And uh, then I went down and hung out with my great friend Todd Hughes, Missoula Loyola head football coach, and he'll join us later this week as well. So jam-packed day full of interviews, high school and college football flavor, but that's what we want to bring you here. So of all that that I just told you about, here's what you're going to hear today. Brad Laird, Northwestern State head coach, will join us right off the top. We'll also give you some insight and some thoughts about the uh, Northwestern State Demons. 4.30, we're going to hear from Tommy Malott, Butte America's Finest, the starting quarterback for the Montana State Bobcats, one of the most compelling characters in recent history in the state of Montana and the sporting landscape. Very excited to hear from Tommy as his first year as the starter there as a sophomore at MSU uh, begins in less than a week. We also are going to hear from Lucas Johnson, the Grizz starting quarterback, opposite side of the spectrum, a seventh-year senior 
a guy who spent time at Georgia Tech and San Diego State before landing here at Montana to play his final season with the Grizzlies. Uh, He's our Grizz star of the week. But that's all burying the lead. First of all, the lead is we got Dave Matthews tickets for you. I can't go. I'm giving you one of my prized possessions. This is how much I love you. And we also have the illustrious return of the one and only Ryan Tutel. Tutel Nuanez was a staple here at ESPN Missoula for about three years. Ryan's been on quite the adventure, which he will fill us in on. And uh, it'll be good to have him back. He's going to be in the fold with us here this fall, contributing uh, Big Sky Conference football talk, some NFL football talk, and uh, everything in between. A whole, lot, a whole whole bunch of laughs, I'm sure. One of my best friends, so it's always fun to you know just have a conversation with him. It's just nice that uh, we get to play it for you sometime on the radio. So Ryan will join us for our ESPN Roundtable, top of the 5 o'clock hour. So that's your uh, show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Saw Brent today as well. Great to see Brent. Great to catch up with them. And appreciate the Wahlberg team for all their support here at Nuanas Now. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Looks like we, uh, we're working on SWX Montana Television. Uh, we also have uh, the ESPN Montana app as an option most of the time. And if you want to stream the show, just the audio of it, you can always go to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. You want to be a part of the show? Call us, text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. And all guests will join us uh, via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. We're going to hear from Brad Laird, fifth-year head coach for Northwestern State, but he's been there for uh, a heck of a lot longer than that. He played at Northwestern State from 1991 to 1995 as a quarterback. He then started his coaching career at Northwestern State as a grad assistant on the offensive side of the ball. Then he made stops in the high school ranks at four different high schools and uh, three different states, Alabama, Arkansas, and Texas. That took up 1997 to 2002, with Brad Laird. Then he returned to his alma mater for the first of three different stints as the defensive coordinator. Mind you, this is a guy who played quarterback in college. He was the D.C. at Northwestern State from 2003 until 2005. Then he took a year off in 2006, went to Stephen F. Austin as the linebackers coach in 2007, returned to NSU as the defensive coordinator in 2008, a position he held until 2011. And, uh, Then he coached at Ruston High School in Louisiana for four seasons and then returned for a third stint as the defensive coordinator at uh, Northwestern State, a position he held in 2017. And then in 2018, he takes over as the head coach, a position he has held uh, now entering his fifth season at the helm there at his alma mater. In the four seasons that Brad Laird has been the head coach at Northwestern State, the Demons are 12-28 12-28 and 28 overall. 11 of those victories have come in Southland Conference competition, but just 11-21 and 21 in Southland play. Uh, one of the main storylines for Northwestern State coming into this uh, opener, their season opener at Montana here in Missoula on Saturday, is that they had new coordinators come into this year, hired a set of new coordinators in January, but then just 10 days ago, Cody Krill, the offensive coordinator, uh, he abruptly resigned. If you listen to Coach Laird tell it, it actually wasn't abrupt. It's been something that's been brewing for a while. They cited personal and family issues. Uh, Brad Laird said in his press conference earlier this week, uh, there, there is no perfect time or there's no better time to go take care of your family. If you have something going on in your family, that's the most important thing. And so it seems as if it was just uh, some sort of legitimate hardship. So uh, all that said, even more mystery behind what offensive scheme the uh, Demons will run here in Missoula, but also not much mystery at all. Northwestern State has been an air raid spread team uh, for a really long time. They've been to Missoula three times, 2001, 2002, and 2004, uh, all three of those in the first round of the Division I AA playoffs, and all three of those lopsided losses to Montana. Brad Laird was the defensive coordinator on a couple of those teams, so he has been to Missoula before, but it's been 18 years since Northwestern State last came uh, to Missoula, Montana. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. We're going to give you some more just in terms of the players to watch and things like that uh, for Northwestern State. 
And actually, maybe we do we need to wait a little bit longer, Andrew, before we uh, get to Brad Laird. Either way, I can keep on talking. I just didn't know what your status was. Uh, Coulter, the status is the audio is good to go, as you can see up there. I'm oh, working okay, diligently cool. on the video here, but yep, we can yep. just roll that audio. Okay, that's cool. Uh, it's always a moving target around here, but we make the best of it, and we're uh, happy to have you along. It's Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Dave Matthews Band plays at the Gorge in George Washington, about five and a half hour drive from here in Missoula. And I know this is late notice, but we got a, a pair of passes for Saturday night's concert there at Dave Matthews Band. Uh, our program director at the U, Aubrey, one of the sweetest, most hardworking gals I know. She set the passes aside for me because she knows how much I love the Dave Matthews Band. I uh, unfortunately am not able to go. I have a great excuse. I'll be covering the Grizz on Saturday in Missoula and the Bobcats Saturday in Bozeman. I got to drive the other way on the highway for the first time in a while. I've had the good fortune of being able to go to the Gorge for Dave Matthews a couple times because the Montana schools have opened up with Washington schools. So it kind of fits the bill, you know. Go to the game on Saturday, uh, get as much work done as you can, and then go hit uh, Dave Matthews at the Gorge. I can't go this year, so that means we're going to send you. We got two passes for you. Here's how this is going to work. All you have to do is text me your favorite Dave Matthews song. Give me any Dave Matthews band song, whatever's your favorite, and by about 545, we'll take a look at the list. Maybe we'll flip a coin and do a number generator, or maybe I'll just pick whatever one I like the best. I don't know, but keep them coming. Give me your favorite Dave Matthews Band song. 406-888-1029, We got two tickets for you to the Dave Matthews Band at the Gorge there in central Washington. Caught up with Brad Laird earlier today. His team makes the cross-country journey from uh, from Louisiana to Missoula, Montana, Here's my conversation with the Demons head coach earlier today. Well, happy now for the debut for the 2022 season. It's our Across the Sideline series where we feature head coaches for the oppositions for both Montana and Montana State. Coming to you live on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. And now Brad Laird, the the fifth-year head coach for the Northwestern State Demons, joins us. His team in Missoula on Saturday to take on the Montana Grizzlies for the 2022 opener. For each of these squads, Coach, thanks for taking some time. How you doing? You bet. Good. Appreciate you having me on. It's funny because uh, everybody around here in Montana, I have been down to the your neck of the woods. Been to Shreveport before. I've been to Nacogdoches, Texas, and I was trying to tell the guys Nacogdoches and Nacogdoches. They look kind of the same when you see them next to each other, but you got to learn how to say the name right. So am I getting it? Natchitoches, is that how you guys say it? Yeah, Natchitoches, a lot better than, I'm not sure who I saw yesterday <laughs> on social media, but it was one of the worst pronunciations of Natchitoches that I think I've ever heard. <laughs> well, I've, I've heard that the town itself is amazing. Just tell us a little bit about it. I mean, what what's your neck of the woods like? Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's a small city. You know, it's one of those where uh, you got Northwestern State, the university, uh, and you got the, the city of Natchitoches in the community, and one can't exist without the other. You know, it's, um, you know, Northwestern State does not exist without the city and the community, and, and the same thing with the city and the community, because uh, the university, you know, with employees and the students uh, that it brings in, um, you know, helps the uh, helps the community and, uh, and the city of Natchitoches. So, um, you know, very, uh, you know, I guess a festival uh, city, festival town, because there's, I mean, every time you turn around, there's a festival, um, you know, whether it's the Christmas festival, uh, jazz festival. Um, I mean, so, I mean, every time you turn around, there's some type of festival going on downtown. And and that's kind of where everything leads to, you know, it's an old red brick road downtown uh, with a lot of shops um, uh, um, along the Cane River, which is a 39-mile river that runs through Natchitoches, and that's where a lot of things uh, actually take place. Well, it must be a place that you must love because you played there at Northwestern State in the early 90s. You've got three different stints as the defensive coordinator there now here in your fifth year as the head coach. So what's kept kept you there? I mean, what, what do you love about your alma mater? What's it like coaching at your alma mater? Well, you know, I, I feel blessed. One, uh, when back in 1991, when I had the opportunity to continue to, uh, you know, play college football, this was the only opportunity I had. And, and, uh, you know, I was able to take full advantage of it. And, you know, you, you appreciate, 
Um, you appreciate those that have given to you and you want to give back. And, uh, you know, not only was I able to play the game that I loved, I was able to, to get my degree from here, meet my wife um, that uh, then went to school here and, and cheered here and then come back and have the opportunity to, to coach here. So, um, you know, not only that, but I've also been in uh, administration here before at Northwestern. So, it's uh, I've seen it from a lot of different areas, but it's uh, it's a very giving town that uh, that that loves, um, you know, the community uh, feel and uh, and it loves the university. And uh, so for me, it was just the opportunity to continue to give back. Brad, they're joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the new ESPN Montana app. He's the head coach of Northwestern State. The Demons come to Missoula on Saturday afternoon for the season opener for both Montana and Northwestern State. And, Coach, I remember when I was first back in college here in Montana, Northwestern State came here, I think, three years in a row, 2001, 2002, 2004, I think, or maybe 2002, three and four. Regardless, Northwestern State's been here several times. It just hasn't been in, you know, almost 20 years. Were you on the staffs back then when, when they came up here uh, back, you know, 18, 20 years ago? Yeah, so it was actually you had it right the first time. It was yeah. 01, 02, and 04. Right. right. Um, I came to Northwestern as a defensive coordinator in 03, so I was part of that 04 team that uh, that came to Montana first round of the playoffs. And you know that that four year stretch where we came three times, it was like that was just another home game for us. Um, uh, or another game on our schedule. It seemed like though, you know, over the course of those four years, but. You know the thing that excites us about coming back is is we understand that's a uh, it's a playoff atmosphere. It's a team that year in and year out um, has been able to uh, to compete in the playoffs, and that's where we want to be. You know, and so you know this type of trip um, is is something that we want to do in December. You know, so we kind of get a gauge of where we are in September. Sort of interesting, too, to look at your coaching career uh, as a guy who played offense in college, but then have been primarily on the defensive side of the ball as a coach. But now here as a head coach, and I know you guys have a, a lot of offensive identity as well. So, I mean, how do those two things balance out? And uh, how much do you think that helps you having coached on both sides of the ball, coordinated on both sides of the ball? Well, I, I was very fortunate uh, when I first came to Northwestern, a guy by the name of Scott Stoker. Uh, was uh, was the head coach and and his journey uh, I kind of followed his journey and uh, he was a quarterback in college uh, became a defensive coordinator uh, coaching and and so he kind of I guess you could say took me under his wings and and I kind of followed his path and you know luckily for me I was able to you know my whole playing career you know uh, playing quarterback and 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 reading defenses and studying defenses now you know being able to get on the other side and, and be able to coach it so i think it was a uh it was definitely a great opportunity to make for me and i was able to learn from it uh that i felt like gave me uh, uh when i started coaching defense kind of upper hand that i was able to play it and see it from the other side Brad Laird joining us, the head coach for Northwestern State, the Demons in Missoula on Saturday for the kickoff of the 2022 football season against the University of Montana. Coach, I want to ask you about the Southland Conference because the Southland has had a ton of crossover with the Big Sky. I've been covering the Big Sky in some capacity, whether as a sports writer or a radio broadcaster for 16 years. So I've seen so many Southland teams, whether it's you know, non-conference early season or in the playoffs. It's always been a great league with a ton of schools with a lot of tradition. And it uh, seems like there's a lot of crossover, particularly with the Montana schools. How have you seen the league change, though? Because it is a, I mean, college football across the board is is under a massive state of change. But how do you think the Southland has changed uh, during your time in the conference? Well, I mean, there's been a lot of change, especially over the last, uh, you know, last year or two with, you um, you know some teams that left, uh, and 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 those a couple of those teams coming back, and uh, UIW and Lamar coming back into the conference. Uh, you know, adding Texas A&M Commerce uh, this season. So, you know, you have seen a lot of change. But but to talk about our conference uh, and the Big Sky, you know, these are the non-conference games that you want to be able to play. For sure. um, you know, I know McNeese playing Montana State. 
I mean, you've seen Southeastern make those trips. You've seen Sam Houston make those trips, you know, whether it's been non-conference or the playoffs. But to be able to play these caliber of, of games, I think, gets you ready for what you're going to face in December. Um, you know, because the Southland Conference, uh, top to bottom, um, you know, year in and year out, you know, they're going to have preseason rankings just like the big sky is. And But week in and week out, the opportunity – uh, to, to win is going to be there. And it's no different in the big sky. And, uh, and I think uh, you got two great conferences that, that, that play great football, but have great coaches. You know, that's one thing is, as we play uh, Montana, whether it was back in 04 or in 22, um, you know, they got great coaches, uh, great players. And so you're, you're, you're playing, uh, you're going to come out of that game better uh, by playing that type of competition. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN Montana app. Brad Laird joining us, Northwestern State head coach, his team in Missoula on Saturday. Uh, coach, let's talk about your team. Looking over the roster, I know you got some returners. Looks like you lost a lot, particularly wide receiver. Uh, I know you guys brought in a bunch of guys as transfer at that position and across the board. I think I counted more than 20 junior college guys on your roster as well as a whole bunch of, of uh, drop downs and FBS guys as well. It's a crazy state of affairs in college football right now. You kind of just got to figure out how do you take advantage of it because there is so many guys with all this extra eligibility and all this COVID eligibility. So what's kind of your guys' strategy when it comes to that? I mean, how are you able to assemble this roster and what's sort of your strategy in recruiting to, to build Northwestern State? Well, you know, first you go back to December and January. There's, uh, you know, you talk about a lot of changes. Uh, six of our eight coaches um, are new. Uh, and with that, both coordinators, uh, Coach Bo Blair uh, as offense coordinator and, and Coach Weston Glosser as the defense coordinator. So when you have changes with uh, uh, offensively and defensively, schematically things change. And so we had to fit and bring in guys that schematically fit what we wanted to do uh, on both sides of the ball. So, you know, that in itself called for change. And, uh, and we were able to do that offensively. Um, if you look back at last year, you see the top three receivers uh, from last year are gone. But, uh, you know, whether it's guys on the roster that, uh, that are coming back, maybe some that didn't play last year uh, because of eligibility, um, plus, uh, we brought in six, uh, new receivers. So I tell you, it's been fun to watch that group mesh, uh, with, with the quarterback room and, and with what coach Blair wants to do offensively. It's, it's really been fun to watch and excited to see it take place on Saturday. Well, taking place on Saturday against a Grizzly defense that has a ton of returning starters and a reputation as certainly one of the best in the football championship subdivision. You know, since Bobby Houck's been back, it's been five years and four seasons of me watching this defense. It took me probably 30 games to figure out what the heck they were actually doing because it is pre-snap motions, post-snap motions, slants, pressures, blitzes all over the place. So when you analyze the Grizz defense, what do you see? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, one you see very well coached, very complex with with what they do. But but I think it starts with, uh, you know, the the, the coaches that uh, that schematically put their plan together. And then since uh, since Coach Houck has been back is is kind of kind of like us this year is, you know, with that scheme, there's certain players that have to fit with what they're trying to do. And uh, and I think you've seen now him uh, in, in his fifth year getting his guys in that, that fit what he wants to do defensively. But, you know, the thing that, you know, besides schematically what you, you know, you talked about, man, they play hard. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, running to the football, very aggressive defensively and, and, and very well coached. So, um, you know, it's, it'll, be, uh, it'll be good for us to kind of see where we stand going against a very good defense. Well, nothing for you. At Montana, it's pretty much, it doesn't matter who the opponent is. You're going to have a hostile crowd. I mean, they basically sell out every game for 25 years. So uh, how do you sort of prepare for that? But there also seems to be an element where, maybe you can embrace it because it is going to be probably one of the best atmospheres you play in this year. So how, how do you have your guys not be overwhelmed by the moment and uh, maybe, you know, ride the momentum of what Washington Grizzly stadium might provide? Yeah, it's uh, it is, it's a great place. You know, I was there in 04. Um, you know, we, there's, there's nobody on our team that, uh, that, uh, that has played there. Um, you know, we've played in other environments. We've played LSU. We played Texas A&M. You know, we played those caliber schools. But one thing I, I think about Montana, you know, you talk about 25,000, but it's right on top of you. 
Um, you know, that's what's kind of different than, you know, when we went to Tiger Stadium and played LSU, those, those 25,000 feel like they're on top of you. And so it's, uh, it's going to be a, a playoff environment, a great atmosphere that uh, we look forward to competing against. Across the sidelines for the first time this season, Brad Lair, the fifth-year head coach for Northwestern State, joining us here on Nuana's Now ESPN Radio. Coach, we'll look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Safe travels, best of luck, and thanks so much for taking some time with us today. Awesome. Appreciate you. Look forward to seeing you all. Across the sidelines, presented this week by Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. Berkshire Hathaway, your local real estate experts. Mike has taught me so much about the real estate industry and, and business in general. And uh, our good friend, a guy who's co-hosted on this show with me uh, several times, I guess many times, actually probably a dozen times throughout the years. Uh, great guy to talk sports and life with. Uh, appreciate all of his support here at Nuanas Now. And uh, if you haven't heard, he's running for mayor. I think he'd make a hell of a mayor. I think it would be a, a good choice. So I'm not campaigning for anybody, but he is a great friend of this show. And... Uh, we love all the support he gives him and uh, gives us. And I know he's been uh, a little busy. We're still trying to decide what he's going to do for the fall. But this week, just because he's a great friend of ours across the sidelines, as it was last season, is presented by Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. We're going to take, take a step away from the Grizzlies and get into some Bobcat football. McNeese State coming to uh, Bozeman on Saturday night. Tommy Mallott, so much hype around this kid. Uh, he'll join us on the other side. But remember this. I am crestfallen, heartbroken that I cannot make it to the Gorge Amphitheater over the weekend. I'm also thrilled that I get to watch football games in both Missoula and Bozeman uh, on Saturday. I'm going to hit, we'll have our college game day pregame show starting at 11 o'clock right there at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot adjacent to the walking bridge right there uh, next to the University of Montana campus. We'll be live on the radio from 11 until 1230. I'm going to then go watch some of the Grizz game, then come back out. Beat feet, go hit my pregame radio show in Bozeman, broadcast that, and uh, then watch the Bobcats play McNeese State. So Tommy Mott will join us uh, on the other side. But because I can't go to Dave Matthews Band at the Gorge, we have a pair of passes for you. Here's what you got to do. Just text me, 406-888-1029, 888-1029. Text me your favorite Dave Matthews Band song. Any answers are appropriate, 545, we will pick one of the respondees, and you will be the proud winner of two tickets to the Dave Matthews Band uh, at the Gorge there in central Washington. Tommy, touchdown on the other side. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. Oh! It's new on is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. If you don't believe in the art of of calm and mindfulness, it can help you so much in your life. And when I'm feeling sometimes overwhelmed, very busy, we all are, it's a busy life, I always try to take a second, breathe, look around. But if I ever need a song, I play that song. I know, I know that sounds corny and sentimental, but the message is so good. Don't burn the day away. Be conscious, be present with where you're at. Thanks for listening. Nuana's now. Yeah, I got to tell you, this show is so therapeutic for me because when I'm 
teaching and preaching like that. I'm just talking to myself. I'm just telling you what I think about and go through on a daily basis. So appreciate you being out there to listen to me. Coulter Nuana is coming to you through the Missoula Broadcasting Studios here. Uh, Missoula Broadcasting Company, locally owned and operated, uh, ESPN Montana, now on our 10th anniversary. And uh, we've been happy to bring you sports from around the city of Missoula and around the state of Montana uh, for more than one decade now. Five-year anniversary for me a couple weeks ago as well here. So I never thought when I was just a young sports writer working at the newspaper, I'd be talking to all you fine people on the radio every day. But it's a great pleasure uh, to be here. Why are we talking so much Dave Matthews? Because Dave Matthews' band is at the Gorge on Saturday. Uh, They're actually at the Gorge all weekend long. But we have tickets for you to the Saturday show. So keep those texts rolling in. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. What is your favorite Dave Matthews Band song? Keep them coming. About 545, we'll give you two tickets to the Grateful Dave to Dave Matthews Band at the Gorge. Well, how exciting is this? Football is what we live for here in the state of Montana, and we have one of the great football players in the state of Montana now. Joining us on Nuwana is now part of our Montana State Minute, our first in-season Montana State Minute. It's Tommy Malott. He's a sophomore quarterback at Montana State University. And, Tommy, just a few days away from the opener here, how are you feeling? What's the anticipation level like with Gold Rush just around the corner? Yeah, I think it's just been buzzing here. Uh, you know, obviously we got started with uh, fall camp a few weeks ago, and it was all about us. It was all about growing as a team, uh, you know, those bonds among us. Uh, it was competing against each other. It was going through those hard days of the summer. Um you know, I was getting to know the the scheme on offense and defense better, and I think we uh, I think we achieved that. Uh, you know, in those those two weeks there, uh, two and a half weeks there. But now it's you know getting the start of the of game week, and now it's just you know getting that buzz around it, getting that excitement, uh, starting you know continuing to do that. Uh, you know, just uh, preparing for that first game, continuing to prepare for that first game, uh, and really just hone in on those details. So uh, you know, I think everyone's super excited, and we're ready to go. Football is so fascinating, too, at the college level because you play football pretty much every day year-round, but you actually only get to perform in the arena 11 guaranteed times each fall. So how, how do you sort of channel all that work, though? I'm sure there is a ton of anticipation. There's so much prep that went into it. But what's it take mentally to be able to perform your best when your best is needed? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, you know, as you said, we, we do this all year-round, and so I think it's just, focusing on the fact, you know, every single day that, you know, you got to improve, you got to get better. And, and it's, you know, it's a game, it's a competition every single day. So, you know, obviously there's a little bit of butterflies and, and there's a, a little bit extra excitement for those game days. But, you know, when you take every single day as if it's, you know, as if it's a national championship or if it's a playoff game or if it's, you know, a, a big, uh, big side conference game, uh, you know, it, nothing, nothing kind of goes over your head if you, uh, you know, prepare like that every single day, uh, you know, just being locked in and, and uh, and not you know underselling those underselling those uh, ab- or opportunities to compete uh, all through spring and through fall camp and you know whatever else. So, Montana State Minute presented by J and V Restaurant Supply. Tommy Malott joining us here on the Rangets Brothers RV phone line on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, and SWX Montana Television. And Tommy, I want to ask you about the wide receivers you've been working with because we're doing a little story just kind of about the the overturn in that room, but it seems like a lot of the new guys that have come in have really made waves. It seems like uh, Willie Patterson really ready to embrace his senior season here, uh, much like Lance McCutcheon did a year ago. So what have you thought of the work you've been able to put in with the receivers? What do you think of the chemistry in that group with you, yourself, the quarterback, and with each other as well? Absolutely. I mean, a lot of those guys, uh, you know, obviously like Willie, he's been here for – you know, five, six years, you know, he's been here forever. He's been uh, working his butt off uh, all, you know, every single year. And I've had great chemistry with him ever since I got here. Um, you know, we got a couple of younger guys that came in with, with me, you know, and, uh, but then we also have a couple of transfers that, you know, got here in the spring or in the summer. And, you know, those guys that we've been, we've been working together. We've been throwing on our own. We've been going through all of, uh, you know, spring ball. And then uh, plus, you know, fall camp now, um, getting some extra throws afterwards, you know, on the side whenever we can. Uh, and just really building that relationship. And, you know, I think those guys are really locked in, uh, dialed in, and they're ready to go for the first game. I, I'm really excited to see what that group has, you know, what kind of plays that they can make. 
And how about the guys right in front of you? How about the offensive line? I know they're, they are certainly digging in, playing with a chip on their shoulder. It seems like they know that the narrative is that they're going to be a young group that has a lot to prove, but it seems like they're very eager to prove it as well. So what have you thought of their initiative and sort of their attitude that they want to you know, show the world that even if they are sophomores and freshmen, that they can definitely get it done at this level? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the experience that these guys have gotten uh, through spring and through the fall, fall camp has been uh, you know, extremely important, and I've seen the growth. Uh, myself, you know, I've grown with them for sure with protections and uh, just understanding and that sort of thing. And so, you know, uh, I completely uh, believe in those guys and, and we're really excited, you know, to, we're really excited, you know, to prove ourselves uh, with protections and, and through the run game. I think that, you know, they're young, but I think they're extremely physical. They're athletic and, uh, you know, they do, they're going to play with, with a chip on their shoulders. So, uh, you know, we got to play against the very, one of the very best defenses in the nation here, you know, all throughout the spring and through the fall and, you know, they've got to see just about every pressure, you know, every stunt and, uh, you know, under the under the sun. So, you know, they've worked through it. They've talked through things. They understand, uh, you know, they understand the scheme really well. And, and uh, you know, they're going to play. They're going to play fast. They're going to play free. They're going to play physical on Saturday. Tommy Blatt joining us, Montana State Minute, here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Bobcats open up their season Saturday night under the lights, gold rush. And, Tommy, it's funny because your career, your first career start, came in the playoffs, which comes with a ton of, of pressure. But at that point, you know, you're 13, 14 weeks into the season. The fans, you know, they there's always going to be great support at Bobcat Stadium. But there's a certain element to the first game of the year. You know, the first week of school, back, you know, on campus, everybody celebrating the return of football. So uh, how do you anticipate the emotions being on Saturday night? And what's this going to be like, starting a gold rush game for the first time as a quarterback as a, for the Bobcats? Yeah, I can't wait to be, uh, you know, running out of that tunnel, uh, looking up to, you know, 20,000 people in the stands, that, that ocean of gold right there. Um, you know, and I think the fans are excited to get in here and, and pack the stadium in gold and, and uh, you know, give us a great home field advantage in that way. And I think, uh, but, you know, all those emotions, I think, you know, everyone's, everyone's excited for that first game, but it's really just trusting, you know, that preparation that you individually did, you know, for that week specifically for, the, for that team, but then also all through the summer. And, uh, you know, really just trusting those, uh, you know, 10 other guys that are on the field with you at a certain time. Um, you know, you can't – you alone can't, you know, make a play happen on offense. You have to, you know, have every single guy on there do the do the right thing. And, you know, you just trust that they've, they've done the preparation and, and you've worked with them. And, and uh, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of how I see it, you know, just competing every single day right now as if it's, you know, riding with those emotions all through practice and, and, and then just kind of uh, holding them, you know, together for that, for that game on Saturday. Last couple of things for you then. When it does come to shifting into game prep mode, I mean, you've been working on fundamentals, working on chemistry with your receivers and your offensive line and running backs and all that stuff, but now you're preparing for an opponent. So from a quarterback perspective, how does your mindset change? How does that change just the way that you go about your daily actions from a mental perspective? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, as we've been going through uh, camp here, we've been uh, – you know, obviously having to compete against our defense and we've been having to figure out some things, um, you know, and, and how we're reading stuff and understanding them as well. So, it's, you know, obviously we're, uh, McNeese is, uh, you know, kind of a little bit up in the air right now with, you know, what their scheme's going to be with their uh, D coordinator coming from, you know, Southern Miss and then their uh, new head coach from, from Valdosta State, a ton of different transfers, you know, different personnel. And so, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's just continuing to do what we've been doing, um, you know, and, and just really honing on that game plan that, that our coaching staff is, has put together and, uh, you know, just watching film from all over the place. So, you know, whatever they throw at us, that we're ready for it. And, uh, you know, know their personnel well from trying to watch a little bit from, you know, what they, how they played last year. That is an interesting fact. That was the last thing I was going to ask you then is that it is a new coach, a new head coach, a new defensive coordinator. So, is there an element of just concentrating on what you guys do well, since a lot of what maybe you'd normally prepare for is kind of a mystery? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly different for sure. Uh, you know, teams, you know, there's a ton of different tactics as I've kind of learned as I've uh, gotten in and watched a lot of film on different teams all through last year and just watching a lot of college football, you know. Um, you know, the three-down stuff, four-down stuff, drop eight. You know, got that rush player sometimes, and, you know, it, it's uh, – and we've seen a lot of forward down with our defense, a lot of two high, one high, uh, you know, man, zone, uh, you know, all, all sorts of those things. So I think that, um, you know, we, we've, 
we've got a ton of work with that. And, uh, you know, the Southern Miss, that D coordinator, uh, you know, if, if it's a three down thing, we'll be ready for that as well. You know, drop eight, uh, bring in that rush, whatever it may be. I think that we prepared, uh, you know, both ways and, and, uh, but ultimately, it's just going to be, you know, getting guys, uh, getting guys out, getting the guys the ball, and letting them make plays. The 2022 football season just around the corner. Montana State quarterback Tommy Malott joining us here on the Montana State Minute. Tommy, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck on Saturday. Thank you. There you go. A guy with a lot of hype around him, and a guy we love talking to. Tommy Malott, Montana State sophomore quarterback. Right now in Major League Baseball. On the eve of September, there's a person that is about to lead his team in plate appearances and innings pitched. That hasn't happened since 1876. You probably have no idea who he is. You do if I tell you, but it's not on the top of your mind. We're going to do that, some baseball, and further Dave Matthews ticket giveaways. Keep those Dave Matthews Band favorite songs coming. 888 about an hour away. We're going to give you two passes to Dave Matthews Band at the Gorge there in Central Washington on Saturday. Text us your fav- favorite Dave song, 888-1029. Some baseball talk next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. This is Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio, Missoula. I think this was the first Dave Matthews Band video I ever saw, and I was like, man... That guy's kind of kooky. I kind of like it. What's up, everybody? Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN Montana app. Thanks to uh, Tommy and Andrew and all the people at SWX for getting us back rolling on the TV. Uh, appreciate all your great tech uh, troubleshooting, as it always is, and uh, we're back on there. Uh, shiny and new here on the TV. We have a pair of passes for you. Saturday night at the Gorge uh, Amphitheater there in George Washington. Dave Matthews Band, their uh, annual pilgrimage for a three-day show there at the Gorge. We got Saturday passes for you. Keep those texts coming in. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. What is your favorite Dave Matthews Band song? Struggle Baseball is presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Desperado, one of the best places you're going to find anywhere in western Montana for burgers, beer, and baseball. They have awesome burgers. I like the burger that has a little cheese in the middle. They, like, put the cheese in the middle of the meat. It's delicious. And uh, wash it down. A little cold big wave. That's what I, my beer of choice over there. But they have a variety of taps over there. And watch yourself some baseball. I've been getting into baseball a little bit. Watch Sunday Night Baseball. My uh, gal pal's a Braves fan. And uh, our program director here at the Trail at Missoula Broadcasting Company, 103.3 FM, he is uh, the most diehard Cardinals fan I know. (laughs) That's saying something because my little brother's a Cardinals fan as well. Uh, So I've been watching some baseball, watch Sunday Night Baseball, been following some storylines. A couple things going on in the world of Major League Baseball. Aaron Judge uh, went over 50 home runs. I believe last night or the night before last, but he is the first American League player to have more than 50 home runs before September since Roger Maris in 1961 when Maris hit 61 homers in the summer of 61. Uh, so Aaron Judge, he's on pace. Uh, the home run chase, maybe it'll heat up. Maybe it's something that could be a uh, a key storyline here down the stretch. It should be. It's certainly an interesting one and uh, a thrilling one to be sure. The other uh, two main storylines that are going on in Major League Baseball that I've been just loving. First of all, watching Sunday Night Baseball uh, earlier this last weekend was a total trip because my little brother, is Brooks uh, Nuanas, who joins us here frequently on Nuanas Now and also is my uh, partner and co-founder of SkylineSportsMT.com, he has been a Cardinals fan, I think I could say definitively, since Albert Pujols' rookie year in 2000. So that's 22 years ago since Brooks was, I don't know, I think eight or nine or 10, I believe. He's born in 1991. So I guess uh, he would have been nine years old uh, back in uh, 2000, the year 2000, Y2K. And then Adam Wainwright broke in a couple years later. And we used to be so into baseball for a variety of reasons, but a lot of it because we used to play baseball video games. We played Frank Thomas, Big Hurt Baseball, and then we played. Uh, MLB 2K, and then we played Triple Play, and then we played MLB The Show, 
And he would always be the Cardinals, and I would always be the Indians, and we would play seasons, and we would play as the other team's opponents, and we would just get in so many uh, afternoons of baseball. And it's part of the reason that it really honed my mind, uh, just in terms of memorizing statistics. And the statistical part of baseball is one of the most fun. I think it's one of the reasons I've kind of gravitated away from the game, not even consciously, but if you can pay attention to baseball, the daily rhythm of it, it just makes it so much better. It makes it so much more relevant to you. When I was living in uh, Washington and I was living outside Seattle, I was in the Mariners news cycle. So I just knew what was going on with the Mariners every day because we'd put them in the newspaper every day. It's a little harder in Montana. And, uh, you know, basically as I've grown older and I've dedicated my life to following all sports and putting a high priority on the college sports and the high school sports here in the state of Montana, baseball's kind of taking a back seat. But if you can pay attention to it every single day, day in and day out, that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it interesting. And uh, so interesting now, though, to pay attention to what's going on in St. Louis. That's why it's a trip. My brother's liked him for 22 years, uh, the Cardinals. His, his initial first favorite baseball player, Albert Pujols. Here he is now, what seems like a lifetime later, and he's still one of the best players on the Cardinals. He's in the midst of a farewell tour. He's still hitting 275. He's tearing the cover off the ball against left-handed pitching. And uh, it's just it's impressive. We're, we're almost desensitized to how unbelievable Albert Pujols has been. But when he retires, when it's all said and done, he's what? I don't know. Top three, four, five hitters of all time? I mean, he is the best hitter of the modern generation. It's him and Miguel Cabrera, and there's nobody else in the conversation for the 21st century. And I'll take arguments, but I really don't think that they have any peer. It's also trippy, though, watching the Cardinals because Adam Wainwright is in his 40s. I mean, we were playing uh, with Adam Wainwright back when I was in high school on our baseball video games, and he's still pitching, you know, some 17 years after I graduated from high school. And uh, it's also trippy to see Yadier Molina there. I mean, they just have so many veteran players. So that's a really fun story in baseball. But as I teased... And this baseball conversation is brought to you by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Great place to go hang out, watch some baseball, have a burger and a beer. Go check out the Desperado there on Russell Street, right across the street from the YMCA. Also home to the best wings in Missoula. And that's not from me. That's from you. That's voted on uh, by you, the wing-devouring public, year after year for as long as I can remember. Uh, the last storyline I wanted to get to in Major League Baseball is the storyline of Shotei Otani. And we've talked about it before on this show. Uh, He's a Japanese phenomenon who plays for the Los Angeles Angels. And right now, if the season ended today, and there's still a month left in the season, but if the season ended today, Shotei Otani would be the leader in plate appearances and the leader in innings pitched for the Los Angeles Angels. The last time that happened in Major League Baseball, 1876. (laughs) For those doing math, uh, you know, that, that was some 146 or 147 years ago. Uh, it's a long time ago. <laughs> in other words, it's a historic accomplishment. Uh, even if he falls short of it, it's going to be a historic season for sure. And th- this is where I think that baseball, I think baseball is still really, really popular to diehard baseball fans and to people that have an avenue to follow baseball on a daily basis. If you're in a Major League Baseball market, that's going to give you a lot higher chance of that specific population having a much larger interest in Major League Baseball. If you have a bunch of fantasy baseball players, or if you're a fantasy baseball player, that's going to keep you engaged in it. If you're sports betting on the games, that's going to keep you engaged in it. Or if it's just something that's been passed down through your family, that's going to keep you engaged in it as well. But baseball is sort of taking a back, not sort of, it's certainly taking a back seat in the national sports conversation because the NFL has become so dominant. The rise of women's sports has certainly stolen some of the the attention time that could be dedicated to uh, other sports across the board. And then, of course, the NBA, while it's not the NFL, it's peerless compared to the rest of the pro sports leagues in America with the broad interest and uh, the superstar-driven nature of it. And so that's why I think it's interesting because these are three of the best baseball storylines I can think of from the last several years. The... The sort of veteran team in St. Louis that's still competing. The farewell tour of one of the greatest players of all time in Albert Pujols. The home run race happened in the Bronx with Aaron Judge tearing the cover off the ball. And Shotei Otani looking like the second coming of Babe Ruth. I mean, he's not hitting home runs like Ruth was, but there's not been a guy in Major League Baseball for more than a century that is a real deal 
bona fide in the rotation starting pitcher and a real deal bona fide in the lineup offensive player. It's been over 100 years probably since it's been done at this level. And so I just think if none of those three stories are like even they're they're sort of in the national conversation, but everybody's talking about hard knocks and NFL preseason forever before they get to baseball. So I just I find it interesting. Andrew, which one of these three stories uh, is is your favorite? And what do you think of my thought of just the the way it is? I mean, you're from a big city, so do you agree that it's way easier to follow Major League Baseball when you're in a uh, a Major League Baseball market? It absolutely is, but what we're getting to now, Coulter, is we're getting to the point of the season where you can follow it from outside because you can flip to a random game, and it's more than likely that you will have some big national story to follow. I mean, whether it's Aaron Judge or Otani. I mean, I watched the the Yankees-Angels. They're playing this weekend. I watched that game Saturday night. Uh, or whether it's because we're getting down to the pennant races, the wild card races, but you can tune in, you can parachute in at this point of the season and and grasp the stakes of the game. So I've been enjoying that. Among the three stories that you mentioned, I'll take Aaron Judge against sort of my better interests. I'm, I'm, loving, <laughs> sure. I'm loving that story, and I'm loving sort of the dual home run race going on with with him and Pujols. I, mean, I know they're not competing against each other, but it is sort of the old thing. You tune in to whatever, however you get your sports news, whether that's on, on Twitter or you're watching SportsCenter, you're, you're watching, you're waiting. Did one of those guys hit a home run tonight? I like that. I like that kind of atmosphere. I do too. And it's, I think, I actually think it's the most palatable and easily consumed storyline, uh, that baseball can have just broadly is, is home run races. I mean, chicks dig the long ball. Nuan is now ESPN radio, SWX Montana television, this baseball conversation, baseball burgers and beer presented by the Desperado sports tavern and grill. But how about this? How about this timing? As we do the Despo segment, a, uh, a bronzed and beautiful King of wings, Brian Cody just walked in here and uh, he handed us some gift certificates for a, a bunch of wings. So that means the illustrious return of Wing It Wednesday next week. We so much appreciate the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for all of their continued and unwavering support of us here at ESPN Missoula uh, and now ESPN Montana. And uh, love seeing the king. Wish we would have got a chance to talk to him there for a minute. But uh, hopefully he's enjoyed his summer. I know he had a whole bunch of uh, fun travels around. And uh, if you're in the mood for a baseball burger and a beer, head on down to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. And next Wednesday, how about this? We'll have more free wings for you. The return of Wing at Wednesday will start again next Wednesday as we get kicked off uh, in the month of September. Hour one in the books here at Nuanas Now. Hour two coming right at you. The return. Ryan Tutel, former co-host of this show and one of my great friends. We're going to talk some Grizz football, some Bobcat football, and some NFL it's our ESPN Roundtable. Tutel and Nuana's style. Keep it right here. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 